0: Listen to one of this year's Top True Crime Podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season Three of WTOP's American Nightmare Podcast is out now on all podcast platforms.
1: Officers in DC schools. Residents express support and concerns. I'm Melissa Howell.
2: A detailed report on sex abuse by priests in Baltimore is ordered release. I'm Dan Roman.
0: And a powerful storm in Southern California. Two o'clock.
2: This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Navage.
3: I'm Matt Piper in New York. Hundreds of thousands of residents in Michigan are still without power for a fourth day in a row. An ice storm has caused outages across the state. WWJ's Mike Campbell is there.
4: More than a quarter million DTE Energy customers remain without power since the ice storm hit on Wednesday. DTE Energy Executive Vice President Matt Paul said crews are working as fast and safe as possible.
2: Being without power isn't fun. In fact, it's extremely difficult. It's fundamental to everyday living. But I commit to you that the thousands of men and women at DTE, along with our in-state and out-of-state partners, will continue to work around the clock until each and every customer is restored.
3: Meantime, the western U.S. is still experiencing its fair share of winter weather. Southern California was hit with a snowstorm being called one of its strongest ever. KCBS-TV's Laurie Perez is in La Crescenta.
1: It's the end of the day in this snowy landscape of covered cars and white topped rooftops. Boston, Massachusetts? Nope. Boston Avenue in La Crescenta. It's unbelievable. You know, if you can you see the.
5: Everything's a
1: mountain, everything is white. A nor'easter it might not be, but it might as well be in this land of palm trees and birds of paradise now coated in flakes.
5: It's something I haven't seen since I've been here for
1: 30-something years. A rare, stunning sight as snow, actual stick on the ground, not just a dusting snow, accumulated in places it has not been seen for entire lives.
3: Across the country from there, South Carolina is experiencing a boom of new businesses. WLTX-TV's Zoe Henry is at the state capitol.
0: Brian Kerouac just opened Throwback Outpost, a consignment shop in January. He says in Richland County, the process to open his shop on Beltline Boulevard was...
4: Painless. You, You went to the city... They said, here's what we need. Here's what we need for inspections. You draw the plans out. They spelled everything out for you. So it's a really simple process.
3: According to the South Carolina
0: Secretary of State, during the 2021-2022 fiscal year, the state broke records.
3: Voters in Nigeria have gone to the polls to cast their ballot to replace two-term President Muammu Bahari. The process was not without issues. The BBC's Peter Akwachi is at the, the capital there.
6: Some polling units didn't have any ballot papers or ballot boxes or even election officials. It took a while. There's this new machine that is used to verify voters. Some of them had problems.
2: This is CBS News. Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage Navage. Available at Navaj.com.
0: It's 203 Sunday, February 26, 2023. The high today's 60. Morning, I'm Stephanie Gaines Bryant. The top local stories we're following this hour. Supporters of Ukraine rallied Saturday at the Lincoln Memorial, marking the start of a second year of Russia's war in Ukraine, which has killed tens of thousands.
2: Blue and yellow Ukrainian flags in the winter wind held high above the crowd. The rally-goers huddled closely together around Ukrainian ambassador to the United States, Oksana Makarova, ...who offered gratitude.
0: Thank you, Americans, for each weapon, for each taxpayer's
1: dollars of help, for each prayer.
2: And 10-year-old Maya Ayer of Morristown, New Jersey, wrote a little rhyme for the occasion.
1: Supporting Russia is a sin. We won't stop fighting until Ukraine wins.
2: Rally-goers, including the ambassador, asked for continued support for Ukraine from the United States. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. See
0: more coverage on WTOP dot com D.C. leaders used a recent meeting to stress the importance of safety in the classroom. They also discussed whether that would mean more police in schools. Zarita Eastman, a student at KIPP, D.C., made clear her support for school resource officers. Having more experienced and educated professionals in our schools provides a safer environment. D.C. Police Chief Robert Conti also spoke during the D.C. Police Oversight Hearing held by the Committee on the Judiciary and Public Safety. He expressed support for the program, which is down to only 40 SROs. Rose in D.C. schools. And I'm not saying that the police are the be-all, the end-all, but we are an important part of that equation. Danielle Robinette with the Children's Law Center spoke out against the program and discussed alternative models, like restorative justice programs.
6: You can support students and the needs that they have
0: without being a police officer. The committee will review comments and determine next steps. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Virginia's General Assembly dropped the final gavel Saturday on their this year's regular session. Lawmakers in Richmond squeezed through major energy legislation and a stopgap budget before adjourning. But disagreement remains on the broader spending package, including an additional $1 billion in cuts requested by Governor Youngkin. Negotiators will have to work out details on that plan, which legislators will have to return to the Capitol to pass in a special session later this year. A Baltimore judge is ordering the release of a redacted version of an investigative report. That report details sex abuse allegations against more than 150 Roman Catholic priests in the Archdiocese of Baltimore.
2: The report will also look at the response by the Archdiocese to the decades-long history of abuse. According to court filings, the nearly 500-page report identifies 158 priests accused of abusing more than 600 victims over the past 80 years. The Baltimore Circuit Court Judge Robert Taylor said in his decision to release the report, he did it because the victims suffered from decades of systematic injustice and the only form of justice now may be available as a public reckoning. Dan Ronan, WTOP News.
0: If you see lots of emergency responders around Metro's Wheaton station today, that's a drill. Metro and Montgomery County emergency responders will hold a full scale emergency exercise at Wheaton station from opening until approximately 2 p.m. The exercise will simulate real world conditions to test the operational and evaluation coordination and intra communication between MTPD, Montgomery County Fire and Rescue, Montgomery County County Police, Metro Rail and Metro bus operating staff and on-scene responders and support personnel. Metro will notify customers when normal service resumes via email, text message and social media. Coming up after traffic and weather, there's bipartisan support for keeping the assistance coming to Ukraine. We'll talk about that with WTOP's Mitchell Miller. 207.
1: This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Stocks and bonds are volatile, but your financial plan doesn't have to be. Have you sat down to map out an investment plan you can trust when emotions and headlines stir panic? Every week, we discuss the latest financial trends and what investors need to know about them. To learn more about how to stay grounded and to become a better informed wise investor, listen to The Wise Investor Show at thewiseinvestorgroup.com. Or find us on your favorite podcast app.
2: It's 208. Michael and Sons heating Tune-Up for only $59. Michael and
1: Sons
0: traffic and weather on the eights to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center.
7: Thanks, Stephanie. The westbound side of 66, unfortunately still dealing with that incident where the far right lane is blocked. As of now, just that single right lane is all that's blocked so we just got to stay towards the center of the roadway or towards the left. And this is going to be right as you make your way past the Prince William Parkway on the westbound side of 66. Zero delays because of it. In fact, I'm looking at the camera and only a few vehicles driving by at a time. You should be golden. Westbound side of 29, the accidents scene was there. On your approach towards Sudley Road, no longer seeing those delays, which tells me it is likely long gone. There's always that chance that there might be an emergency vehicle left over. uh, Just be ready to move over if that is the case. Always drive safe. I-95 looking good. No issues between the Fredericksburg area and the Beltway. 395 is quiet in the eastbound side of the Dulles Toll Road. The ramp to the inner loop of the Beltway is closed and will remain that way until 7 a.m. You will not be able to access northbound 495. That is the inner loop of the Beltway from eastbound Dulles Toll Road. You're going to have to find an alternate route my suggestion route seven in maryland beltway traffic looks great 50 is quiet no issues from the beltway out towards the bay bridge any debris that we had on the beltway near 450 should be gone by now regardless be extra careful just in case i-95 bw parkway looks good 270 is up to speed no work crews no crashes no incidents looking for a new car while the wait is over fitzgerald auto mall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from visit fitzmall.com transparency you can trust
4: carlos ramirez WTOP traffic
0: Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley.
4: Early on this Sunday, it'll be a mostly cloudy and chilly start in the 30s. But by the afternoon, a great finish to your weekend and the day. Upper 50s, the high with clouds giving way to sunshine, a nice breeze and warmer temperatures. Sunday night looks mostly clear and cold. I would say mid to upper 30s will do it in Washington, but upper 20s in some of our coldest suburbs. Monday, mostly cloudy. Another round of showers arriving. Highs will be in the lower 50s, maybe a leftover shower early Tuesday, then gradual clearing breezy warmer middle 60s. I'm storm team four meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley.
0: 36 degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20 percent on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 210. Ukraine is now entering the second year of war with Russia. And while some in Congress are skeptical of providing more U.S. aid, there's considerable bipartisan support to keep the assistance coming. WTOP's Capitol Hill correspondent Mitchell Miller takes a deeper
4: look at the issue. When it comes to this war, we're not forgiving and forgetting.
5: South Carolina Republican Senator Lindsey Graham, who says he has little doubt that the U.S. support will continue. We're to continue to flow weapons to the ukraine so they can defend themselves and evict the russian invaders financial support to keep the lights on and stand by the Ukrainian people. Their fight is really freedom's fight. Graham is a bipartisan co-sponsor of legislation that would designate the Wagner Group, which is a Russian paramilitary entity, as a foreign terrorist organization. Its fighters include thousands of Russians who have been let out of prison on the condition that they fight for Vladimir Putin. An ally of Putin's runs the group. Connecticut Democratic Senator Richard Blumenthal is a co-sponsor of the legislation aimed at Wagner, known as the harm act we should
4: take this moment the first anniversary of putin's murderous invasion to say that the world will not tolerate groups who murder torture savagely enable putin's Criminal invasion.
5: A group of House Republicans, however, still believes the U.S. is putting too much time and resources toward protecting Ukraine at the expense of domestic issues. Rhode Island Democratic Senator Sheldon Whitehouse says there's nothing wrong with oversight of the aid, and he says lawmakers have let Ukraine's President Zelensky know the assistance is being closely tracked. If there are questions about the integrity of the treatment of the U.S. funding and the U.S. munitions, you need to be completely crystal clear with everyone in Congress and making sure that you can reassure them that that is being handled. The U.S. has now provided well over $100 billion in aid to Ukraine, including military, financial, and humanitarian assistance. And the Pentagon on Friday announced a $2 billion commitment that includes more ammunition and high-tech drones to continue the fight. On Capitol Hill, Mitchell Miller, WTOP News.
0: Coming up on
1: WTOP. More women than men at risk of having a heart attack if they don't get enough sleep. I'm Ann Kramer. It's 2.13. Don't you wish your life came with a warning app? Stop. That dog does not want to be petted. (laughs) Just a little heads up before something bad happens. Move your coffee cup away from your computer. Oh, no, 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 no. So you can have more control. Stop. You're texting your boss by mistake. (laughs) Visit doihaveprediabetes.org today. That's doihaveprediabetes.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its Pre Diabetes Awareness Partners. I'm just texting him back. I'm just posting a story. I'm just changing the song. I'm just... No. When it comes to distracted driving, just don't. Sending a text takes your eyes off the road for just five seconds, but in that time, your car can travel the length of an entire football field. Any distracted driving just isn't worth it.
0: Visit stoptextsstoprex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration.
1: Project Yellow at the, the weather
6: we get in the morning may not be the weather we get in the afternoon.
1: Welcome to Washington. Freezing rain moving into our area. Temps are expected to nosedive.
0: Get the latest Storm Team 4 updates every 10 minutes on the 8th.
2: WTOP News. Everything you need every time you listen.
0: Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Now to Frank Hamrahan.
8: Great way to kick off the MLS season for D.C. United with a come-from-behind 3-2 victory over Toronto FC at Audi Field. Down 2-1 in extra time. Two goals scored by D.C. Getting the victory 1-0 on the very young MLS season. D.C. United with that 3-2 win over Toronto FC at Audi Field. College hoops, tough one for Virginia Tech getting blasted at Duke. Number six, Virginia upset by North Carolina down in Tobacco Road. In Foggy Bottom, GW beats LaSalle. George Mason goes on the road and tops Dayton. Navy falls to Colgate. Howard was a loser at North Carolina Central. Capitals routing the Rangers 6-3 on Saturday afternoon to snap a six-game losing skid. T.J. Oshie, Evgeny Kuznetsov, two goals apiece. Wilson, Milano also scoring for the Caps. Turn right around, visit Buffalo on Sunday afternoon. Wizards visit Chicago Sunday as well. No Chris Porzingis, forward ruled out because of knee soreness. That's when their spring training opener on Saturday, taking care of St. Louis 3-2. XFL, D.C. defenders beating Vegas. Eighteen to six. Of Frank Hanrahan, WTOP Sports.
0: It's two sixteen. New information on the quality and amount of sleep you're getting and what it means for your health.
1: If you have a hard time falling asleep, staying asleep, or getting good quality sleep, you're at greater risk of having a heart attack. A study published in Clinical Cardiology found that women are more at risk than men because women suffered more than men do with insomnia. And as you might imagine, having things like high blood pressure, diabetes, or high cholesterol can boost your chances of having a heart attack even more. The author of the study says it's also about how long you sleep each night. Five or fewer hours of sleep each night is also putting you at greater risk. She says put the phone, the iPad, or other devices away when you go to bed. Try to sleep in a cooler room that's dark and quiet. Try to do something to calm yourself down so you can fall asleep and aim for seven to eight quality hours of sleep each night. Ann Kramer, WTOP News. The post-pandemic
0: back-to-the-office movement is already taking a toll on workers. Rebecca Armstrong is an adjunct philosophy professor at Indiana University Northwest in Gary. She says she's already seeing evidence of high worker burnout rates.
1: The research shows that at least 70% of executives want workers back in their desks in the office. And 70 to 80% of workers want to remain working remotely or have that option.
0: Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. Ukraine's president is pledging to push for victory a year after the Russian invasion of his country. Chilling in Southern California takes on a whole new meaning. As the Southland is inundated by rain and snow in nearby mountains. And federal environmental authorities order a temporary halt in the shipment of contained, contaminated rather waste from the site of a fiery train derailment in eastern Ohio. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes traffic and weather on the 8th to Carlos Ramirez in the WTOP Traffic Center.
7: Thank you so much Stephanie. Very good morning to you. Not too much going on. It's, well, at least not too much negative going on on the highways right now. Uh, well, a few work zones out and about of course, but work zones are always positive. Remember, even if something's shut down, it means the next time you drive on it, chances are it'll look and feel better. For example, eastbound side of the Dulles Access Road and Dulles Toll Road they're currently re- working on those ramps that take you on to the northbound side of 495. So, those are close to It's going to be a little inconvenient for you. You're going to have to find an alternate route. My suggestion has been Route 7. Uh, you can also make your way onto 123 to access the Beltway as well as International Drive. In other words, there are a few workarounds. It shouldn't be too difficult and if you uh, uh, manage to get past that exit, there should be a detour in place. So just follow directions. you should be able to get past that. If you're headed westbound on 66, it's been beautiful between Mana- uh, between the Beltway and over towards Centerville and get- driving through Manassas. However, as you make your way just past the Prince William Parkway, there is still what seems to be an accident scene, slash to say uh, broken down vehicle. Uh, they're blocking that far right lane right after the Prince William Parkway and it does look like a tow truck did just pull away so hopefully within the next few moments you should have all lanes available to you I-95 looks great no issues from Fredericksburg to the Beltway outer loop of the Beltway hearing over the scanners now looks like just as you make your approach to Braddock Road there should be an accident scene there as I flip through the cameras here we'll see if I can find it again this is going to be on the outer loop southbound 495 on your approach towards Braddock Road don't see it in camera but do keep an eye out for any uh, lanes blocked there as you make your approach Carlos Ramirez, WTOP Traffic.
0: Now to Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Allen. The
4: weekend got off to a wintry start, but it will end on a spring note. Early on the Sunday, mostly cloudy and chilly. We start in the 30s across the WTOP listening area by the afternoon, topping off in the upper 50s as clouds give way to sunshine, a nice breeze and warmer temperatures. Sunday night is mostly clear and cold. We're into the upper 20s in our coldest suburbs, probably upper 30s in the district. Heading into Monday, Turns unsettled. We'll call it mostly cloudy or becoming mostly cloudy with some showers arriving. Temperatures lower 50s, maybe an early shower Tuesday, then gradual clearing, breezy warmer middle 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Steve Prince of Alley. 36
0: degrees outside the WTOP studios brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up, the student loan crisis goes to the Supreme Court. It's 221.
1: If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes? Their age? The way they speak? Would you notice a 16-year-old boy who got, got his first, first job? job, not for right. extra spending money, but to help feed his little sisters? Or a mother who's in between
3: jobs and sometimes goes to bed hungry so her kids can have dinner? Or a 14-year-old girl who signs up to every after-school activity, not to make friends, but just to
2: get something to eat.
1: Or a retiree who fell ill
2: and had to, to choose to... between getting medicine or groceries.
1: I am the one in eight Americans who struggle with hunger. People you pass by every day but never knew were hungry. I am hungered in America.
2: Year. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IAmHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council. Are you blind or losing vision? Do you feel like it's controlling your life and your decisions? Possibly limiting you? Well, I've been there. But through the National Federation of the Blind, I have learned that I don't have to allow blindness to define me. And you don't have to either. To learn more and find the support you need, simply visit blind.org. That's blind.org. The National Federation of the Blind. Live the life you want. This is WTOP
3: News.
0: It's 2:22. The lingering burden of student loan debt reaches all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court, but one justice says it may not affect his judgment as the high court hears arguments on a White House student loan relief program.
1: In his memoir, my grandfather's son, Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas writes that a friend suggested declaring bankruptcy to get out from under the, quote, crushing weight of all my student loans. Thomas rejected that idea, and as the stauntest conservative on the court he's expected to oppose the white house effort to relieve twenty thousand dollars in outstanding student loans of the seven justices on the court who are parents the investment records of four show that they have piled money into tax-free college savings accounts that's associated press correspondent
0: jackie quinn In Maryland, oversight of the state's troubled 529 college savings plan could shift to the state treasurer's office, and there could be a wind-down of those prepaid college tuition plans. That's the gist of legislation set to be introduced in Annapolis this coming week, according to Senate President Bill Ferguson. Last year, Maryland's 529 board temporarily halted interest payments on the prepaid tuition accounts after an account glitch.
2: At Johns Hopkins, I'm Elizabeth Tracy. Frailty is a condition that develops among older adults characterized by weight loss, inactivity, weakness, slow walking speed, and exhaustion. Now a Johns Hopkins study shows that declining ability to smell may predict the development of frailty. Otolaryngologist Nicholas Rowan, one of the study's authors, explains the finding.
1: There's some evidence that says that maybe sense of smell is just another one of these bad things that can happen to us. And if you have enough bad things, then perhaps you're at bigger risk. And then there's this other concept that frailty is actually a syndrome. It's a continuum. So as you get older and you progress along this overall trajectory where you ultimately reach a point of no return. And what we found was it does look like there's probably an association between both threshold or sensitivity and identification with frailty, but threshold or sensitivity is actually more closely related to physical reality
2: rowan notes that future studies will look at whether intervention helps at johns hopkins i'm elizabeth tracy
0: money news at 25 and 55 here's tom busby
6: this is a bloomberg money minute the streaming tv landscape is undergoing big changes on paramount mountain an extraordinary expedition begins Paramount Plus, just the latest streamer to hike its monthly fee following Disney+, Plus, HBO Max, Apple TV+, and Hulu. But Bloomberg's Lucas Shaw, who covers media and entertainment, says that's nothing new. Price increases are to be expected. And as fewer new customers sign up, streamers and media giants are trying new ways to hold on to subscribers, like cheaper versions with commercials. They're offering an
4: ad-supported tier at a lower price than the ad-free tier. There is this recognition
1: that you know not everyone wants to pay 10 or $15 a month for a service,
2: and, and they're willing to pay less or pay nothing if it means that they have to sit through advertising.
6: And then there's the granddaddy of them all, Netflix, which also raised prices last year, launched a cheaper tier with ads, and could start cracking down on password sharing as soon as next month. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Tom Busby on WTOP.
2: Coming up after traffic and weather. Criticism of the Virginia Governor's Review of Advanced Placement Black Studies. I'm Dick Iuliano.
0: It's 226. ADHD.
1: It's the child who can't pay attention or sit still in school, right? The answer may be yes. Attention Deficit Hyperactivity Disorder, or ADHD, can be complicated and it can last a lifetime. Up to seventy-five percent of children and adolescents with ADHD have at least one additional mental disorder that requires a
3: complicated.